Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Hate Journals. AP, pregnant AP, how are you? Hello. Can you believe that pretty soon we get to stop talking about pregnant me? Uh, yeah. I'm very excited. Sorry. Yes, I'm trying to get my... <laughs> We're having technical difficulties in the studio. Am, it's been a wild week. I just want to get my chair up. I don't know what's happening. Um, how has your week been? Oh, God. It's kind of funny. It's... What is... Tonight's Thursday. Today's Thursday. Feels like Monday. Feels, Feels like, like forever Monday. Monday, right? Feels like forever Monday. It's been a very long, I feel like, week and I feel like it's been a very long month of January. It has been, right? Like, everyone was like, new year, new me. And I'm here to tell you, January has been real <laughs> shitty. Okay. Real I know we shitty. were kind of struggling. Well, you know, Black Mom and I like to recap a little bit before we dive into these episodes of maybe what we're going to talk about. We just like, just to touch on it. Right. And we're kind of thinking more hot goss this week. But I have to tell you, you've just re-inspired me completely. Because I cannot get over the memes already of people being, like, sliding into 2020, and it's already a disaster. Oh, it is. How? Okay, we were talking about this with the resolutions, right? Like, people are like, 2020, new New meme. New meme. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Oh, my God. People are already like, 2020 starting off really rough. I'm like, bitch, we're 23 days we in. The problem is days. you. The problem has always been you. Because we're 23 days in. And I'm not going to lie to you. If your life is fucked up the beginning of January, 23 days in, it is definitely you. It's just you. I know it's me, right? Like, I know it's me. It's just you. I, I know. And I also know there's a lot of people throwing off my energy already. And I don't care for it. But the funny thing is, is they've been throwing off your energy oh, for forever. A, forever. Oh, no, forever. That's what I told my therapist this week. I was it's like, you know really what? I don't care for it. It's just really bad in January. Yeah, it's just, it's more noticeable. It's like it's more noticeable in January. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not happy about it. Um, oh, God. It, it has been, yeah, it's me. been a long week. And I think last week you asked me this, we asked each other the same question every week. And I'm going to go out on a limb and tell you that it was uh, no better this week. It was the same mm. shitty fucking week. So I'm hoping that February, next week is my birthday. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping that February brings us some better days. Also, guys, every day, another minute and a half more of sunlight. Oh, and I am feeling that. Right? I, I was really driving am. home tonight and I was like, this is so nice. It's not pitch black. Totally. Yeah. I um, It genuinely puts me in a better mood every second. And you know what is one of my favorite American holiday pastimes? <laughs> the Super Bowl. Yes, I, love I do the love food. the Super Bowl. I love the friends. I love the day drunk. I mean, I won't be <laughs> day drunk this year, um, unfortunately. But I I just do. I love a good all-American holiday. Like a good holiday. I yes, mean, I do too. Oh, Speaking of hot goss, mm. hot have you watched the new Aaron Hernandez documentary on Netflix? So I haven't watched it yet. So spoiler alert, um, Bill has that surprises gotten through me. It. Well, because I'll tell you why. When I get into something, I really want to get into it. So if I'm really tired or this weekend we have some new equipment and I was setting that up. And so I really when I watch something new, that's like groundbreaking or really important or you know whatever i really want to get into it so Mm -hmm. i really don't want to be distracted and be tired so i'm gonna watch it this weekend because i have time and i'm very excited about it well i think it's like four episodes it is and three 
three or four. Three, yeah. Yeah. And Ian and I powered through it two yeah. nights ago. And um, I will tell you, Bill said, uh, <laughs> it's really cute. I went in the room and I said, oh, I can't watch it. I can't watch it. And he goes, I said, do you have any positive or negative feedback about it? You know, because I do believe that the Aaron Hernandez story in general is very interesting mm-hmm. um, and very tragic. Uh, but yeah. he, my husband goes, I get him. Get him. I get him. I was like, all right, well, that scares me on a lot of different levels. Uh, now I'm very intrigued to watch uh, because that makes me concerned. What do you mean by I get him? Okay. Um, beyond like the story, because there is a lot of like emotional baggage there that you'll have to unpack. We'll unpack it after right. this week. After, after this week. It. I will get through it this week. We'll talk um, about it next week. But I the promise. one thing that won't be a spoiler alert to you, I'm sure, is like, you know, his brain was donated to, to that study. Right. For the CTE with the yes. concussion. It's yes. like that brain disease that basically you only find in like fucking cavemen and football players. And football, <laughs> right. After you've been pounded in the fucking and, yeah. and boxers. I love it too. People are like, oh my God, I can't, you know, you got to watch out for CTE or all of this stuff. Like, I can't believe we're encouraging young kids to play this game. And it's like, do you know how many amazing people have played football? Or team sports in general. Right. I mean. The problem is, is that brains are so unique. And whereas you can raise three children in the same household with the same parents. Okay. And everything be fine. Okay. And one of those motherfuckers take a spill down the stairs. And this motherfucker is now 51 cards only. I get you what know you're what I saying. Mean? No, I feel so that. So it's really tough because everyone's brain is different. So there's Riddle some people. This, who, you know, <laughs> Riddle me this. You have. You have three kids. I'll riddle you. Okay. You have three kids. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. One of them mm-hmm. is an exceptional athlete. Okay. He's showing, let's just say, real promise. Real promise. Real promise. Okay. Right? And you know the risks of CTE. Right. But then a real Rumpelstiltskin mm-hmm. comes up to you mm-hmm. and he says, I'm going to tell you your future. This promising son is either going to go to the top of the game Mm -hmm. and you're going to have to risk, not even guarantee. Just risk. Just risk CTE, the degenerative brain disease Uh happening to him. Right. Or her, Mm -hmm. you know, like Mm -hmm. in this circumstance, I'm talking about football. Mm -hmm. Or... You can let your, you can totally, I'm telling you this, or or you can roll the dice, but I'm guaranteeing you that this child of yours could be a superstar Mm -hmm. at the risk of CTE, or I can guarantee you a super fucking mediocre life like everybody else. So I, what do you do? I have a different outlook only because I worked in neurology for seven and a half years. Right. And I saw a lot of traumatic brain injuries and I saw a lot of brain injuries and I saw a lot of wrestling brain injuries, which you don't actually hear that much about. Um, As a matter of fact, one of the neurologists that I used to work for, he used to do all of the clearances for the boxers so that they could box. And when I tell you, you know, here's the issue. It's not about when you're in your 20s or in your 30s. Yeah, that she'll catch up to you, blah, blah, blah. But the, the most important part is this, is is when you're young, obviously, you do not think about when you're going to be old and you think that you are invincible. Now, here's what you have to ask yourself. 
do you at the ripe age of 65 want to run and roll the dice that you may be in an old folks home not remembering who you are and having someone wipe your ass? Of course. Now, to me personally, if it were my kid, I would say, no, the risk is not worth it. Um, you can play a sport, but let's try to pick a different sport where maybe your brain isn't getting fucking knocked around because let's be real. Anyone who's playing college football right now, the chances of them getting into the NFL, you'd have a better chance of hitting the fucking lottery. It doesn't matter how good you are in college. A lot of those kids who are good in college never even make it to, they're never going to make it to the NFL. But are they running the same risk for CTE? Yes, because they're, they have four years of being, and it's actually sometimes a little bit worse because their brains aren't done so developing are you all the way. Me that Tom Brady is about to be dribbling here pretty soon. No, because he's also you have to remember. <laughs> oh, he's a quarterback. He's a quarterback, so you have to remember. Okay, so he's not getting smashed up. Not, I mean, he is, but not as much as a lineman, not as much of a defensive end. I mean, those big guys. That's all they do is take hits. And I mean, I've watched. I don't know how much you watch football but i do watch football i used to watch it quite a bit yeah and i remember a couple of times seeing a guy get hit right at the goal line and have an actual seizure on the fucking field and everyone just like all right well shake it off or let's get you in the back and make sure you're doing okay like it's it is wild i've never seen a seizure on what i'll send you a few because you probably didn't know what you were looking at but have you ever seen them laying there on the ground, twisting around, and they kind of look like their legs are straight? They're having a seizure. Oh. Oh, yeah. I thought they were just, like, not having a great time. Well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> I that don't too. know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what to say. It's only because of my own personal ambition. Right. And right. I will never make that call for my son. What I will do is support what he wants to do. Oh, absolutely. My son carries oh, a lot of passion for football. Absolutely. 100% and he has to be fast. Yeah. That's my one rule. Like if I have a tubbo, like I'd right. rather us get into sumo wrestling. I'll be well, real. I don't need him out there being a linebacker. Well, and here's the other thing too is that I also think he that we European can change. Descent. I don't see it happening. Probably not. He's but not German. We we can see, I think there's things that we can change, right? I don't think that I love football and I love that the contact yeah. and I love watching it. Um if we're just strictly talking about football. But I do think that as a society, we can grow, right? And we can Absolutely. say, hey, let's get these guys some MRIs and CT scans. The only problem, again, with football players is that a lot of them are so competitive, it's not even really about the money for them, Yeah, that they put their lives at risk all of the time. Even when doctors tell them, you should not be out there. You uh, Boxers, you see that a lot, where I would have guys that would come in and beg the neurologist, beg them, and the neurologist was like, you clearly have a concussion. And they would be begging them, please let me play, please let me fight. So I think it really falls on the doctors who are clearing these guys, yeah. which a lot of these doctors may or may not, I do not know be maybe paying it off um a lot of times you know football's been around a long enough time that people know how to get around the system right right if people can can trick we idolize these athletes these gladiators if you will i don't know i just um with the whole aaron hernandez thing pretty wild with the cte like i Tot- like he got a bad pull Be- on top me and Ian were talking about this like on top of like the emotional stuff you'll right. watch like what right. he actually developed as on top of how degenerative his disease actually right. was of course he was out there shooting people in the head right like of course he, well you're not making when you are not making rash choices injuries, they're not making good decisions Richard Ramirez he the night stalker yes he was 
Um, he had a lot of things going on. Well, he had a lot of things going on, but he was he had a traumatic <laughs> brain injury as a kid. Oh, yeah. It does, it does change. Um, you know, uh, you hear about people who uh, get into a car accident and start speaking French. So that's a traumatic brain injury. That is your brain being shook so fucking hard that it reprogrammed you. Like, that is a thing. And I know that it's hard for people to understand it if it's never happened to you, but... It is, it, regardless if you believe in it or not, not you, I'm just saying people in general, regardless if they believe in it or not, it's a thing that's going to happen. It's yeah. just like, um, you know, now we're seeing women with uh, implants. And now all these years later, we're talking about women who are getting sick because some of these women, not all, but some women get something called. Um, it's like a form of MS, isn't it? Well, it's. Your body is rejecting it. Your body is yeah. rejecting the object. Yeah, like and MS so, is multiple screws, so it's like rejecting itself, essentially, it, right? It's, MS is a little bit different because it's a neurological disease, whereas an implant is, some of these women, their bodies do not want a foreign object in. And so your body is trying to tell you by flipping the 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 uh, implant. Uh, maybe one breast, it, it, the implant's getting underneath the muscle. Maybe um, you're getting discharged in one. Like, that is your body screaming to you. This isn't for you. I'm not saying breast implants. Go get them if you want. But we should remember that they're... So do I. But they're not for for everybody. They're They're, not for the majority, let's be honest. But but we don't know, right? We didn't know that 10, 15, 20 years ago. Everyone was getting them. It wasn't that big of a deal. I'm not saying that we we knew or didn't know, right? Because we didn't, essentially, with the hard science. We knew, but we didn't listen. But thank you. But there is a part of me, and I love breast implants, all our girls out there with some big old tickle bitties. do you. Do you? Yeah. But the one thing that does affect me and makes me question it is, like, I, even as a young person, Mm -hmm. wouldn't take birth control. Mm Mm-hmm. And I did a lot of other things to make sure that I was, while I was, I was safe being sexually active. Mm -hmm. Because when I asked him what birth control was... I remember all doctors, like everybody, was having a kind of a hard time explaining it to me. And I was like, I just don't understand how you're telling me that I can take this pill and it's going to stop me from having kids. And somehow that's fucking good for me. I was just right. having a really hard time. Some people it's wrapping. not good for. Well, the funny thing is, is then I did my own little bit of research and it originally started out with horse synthetic or, I mean, it became synthetic. Right. But horse hormones. Like, right. when we mm-hmm. started dosing ourselves with hormones to t- control our fertility, we were putting horse hormones into our body. Instead women. of a man just wearing a condom, which, by the way, I, so many other issues. Oh, my God. Uh, and it's not even about the man thing for me on that, because I have so many women who say, oh, I just don't like the feeling either. And I'm like, well, then are you a hallway? Oh, I'm sorry. That was rude. <laughs> like if anything penetrates me i'm just aware <laughs> i'm very aware of what's happening okay i don't care if it has well like- and some people like right like i don't have a choice i have to be on birth control until i hit menopause it, of it's course. just a thing that i have to go but through but it's right? something that but- has made your life exponentially better because of your yes. hormonal disorders that's it but there are some uh, listen Everyone do to each their own. But I'm telling you right now, if you are having capsular contractions, so far. If you have, I've known some women who have had breast implants put in and they have had two or three capsular contractions with their breast implants. And I'm like, why do you keep putting them back in? Your body is screaming to you, stop, stop doing putting this. it back in. And now I am glad that a lot of plastic surgeons are 
really now saying to women, I will not put them back in. So if you want to keep doing this, go round. Because every time you do it, you make your skin thinner. You're making the scar tissue worse. If you want to do this, then you will have to go find someone else who will do this. I will not do this. So I'm really glad that doctors are doing that more and more. I really am glad. Um, Speaking about that, did you hear about uh, Instagram? (laughs) I mean, that's pretty broad. I've heard about Instagram, yes. <laughs> Have you heard of IG? So I believe in February, it may be February, it may be March, but uh, we're about to have some bitches out here who are going to be real upset because Instagram is about to start calling you out if you fucking Photoshop your picture. So you will take a picture. Mm-hmm. You'll submit it. If right away their algorithm or whatever it is thinks that there's something off with the photo, they will t- they will get it to get secondhand approved. And if it is Photoshop, they will have a, this is, you guys, this is so funny. Um, it says that they will put a disclaimer saying that labeling it false information. Your, pho- <laughs> <laughs> your photo, oh. Instagram won't actually hide a photo oh. that has been Photoshopped. However, they will You want to talk a- about mamas? <laughs> They're going to apply a false information label when a fact checker has checked it. If the fact checker and the content owner determine it's not Photoshop, then no label will be added to the photo. So there are about to be a lot of bitches out here who are about to be real hot. Because I've seen some real glossy faces in the last, oh my in this new year. And uh, 90 Do you have Day to like Beyonce, submit your weight and stuff? <laughs> like, I don't know how like, fast that it will happen. But like, even when we submit things, like I know when we submit things to, because we have a different kind of account through Instagram, they do not put it up right away. Like I might put it, I might send it to Instagram in the morning yeah. and they might, it might take them a whole day to approve it. Sometimes it takes them two or three days to approve it just to make sure that like what I'm putting up there hasn't been put out by somebody else and I'm not like copywriting someone. Oh, with the new sound stuff. Oh, it, it doesn't matter. It could be sound. It could be a pictures because we are like a podcast. There are some things that I put up that it could take hours for them to approve and put out. And I couldn't ever figure out. I'm like, what's the, why does it take so fucking long? Like, sometimes I thought I actually was doing it wrong. And then I realized, oh, no, no. Instagram is wow. is, is trying to make sure that we're not taking someone else's content. Oh. So I'm telling you, ladies, you better get ready. You had bet get ready because they are about well, to Well, me and flagging. you, as we've talked Yo, about before, shit. we do not have this issue. No, because I don't give a shit. Well, I mean, I do. Like, when I see a shitty picture of myself, I'm like, oh, bummer. But it still goes up, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't believe in false advertising. If anything, that is false advertising. And then you meet the real me and you're like, oh, Oh, boom. Damn. Boom. Look what I really got going on. Mm -hmm. But I think it'll be interesting to – it'll be interesting to – I was reading a couple different blogs about it because they were saying that – Will they be able to tell if you're wearing, like, contacts? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think they're doing it in an effort to – much contour. make people more honest and feel well, better right. and so people aren't feeling bad about themselves. I was going to say, jokes aside, right. I mean, social media is killing people. <laughs> nope. People are killing themselves. Well, people are killing I mean, themselves because they're like, why is their life just so good? And it's I just, like, I mean, because they've, like, I know this is going to sound really unpopular. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it like, because maybe they're just better at posting pictures that look 
like they're having fun. I know for a fact Fact. there are a lot of people out there who post these pictures, and I know these people, and they are trash human beings, and they are not having fun. I their husbands or wives are like legitimately getting ready to leave them. So I really feel like this. I'm serious. I feel like. Or they're not. Which is even worse. Which is even worse. Um, There are, like, Instagram classes out there that you can take to, like, post better pictures, and you can teach yourself how to, like... I'm being serious. Like, web and ours. There's people in our community who are making careers out of this. So I say don't slit your wrists. Because take a class. Take a class. (laughs) (laughs) That's got to be a shirt. That's going to be unpopular. That's, I feel like that's going to be unpopular with some people. But I'm not saying it like, obviously, suicide is not funny. Don't slit your wrist. Like, don't bitch to your friends the whole time at wine night. Yes. I do not think. I want to say just a quick PSA. Suicide is not funny. No. If you are considering committing suicide, please contact a suicide hotline, honestly. But I am just saying also that please do not make social media so important to yourself that you want to then slit your wrist because most of these people out here are fucking trash. I am telling you trash. They are not having that good of a time. Cans. I I have gone. Have you ever been on a trip with somebody? You get back to the States or you get back to your hometown and you look through your Instagram of the trip that you just took and it looks just basic and fun. Mm -hmm. And then you look at the Instagram of a person who is with you side by side. And it looks like it looks like it looks like their Instagram is completely different. Like they were on a completely different trip. I'm like, when did you get on a yacht? We never were on a fucking yacht. Yeah, she just asked really fast. I've seen it. But you know what I mean? Where it's like we were two people on the same trip where my pictures maybe look real basic and your pictures look like. Well, in our defense, we haven't taken a class. We have not taken a class. At all. I mean, we should. No, seriously. If you guys are looking, because uh, I've been searching, I've been trying to find um, female podcast groups similar to me and Black Mamba. Yeah. And um, just to give out shout out and referrals and try and like build a little community here. And their photos are really good. And like, we just, we don't do that. And I that's just, okay. It's that's gonna okay. happen because you actually to move up, which is fucked up. You got to take a class. You just got to take a class. <laughs> I mean, you really do. We're gonna have to find and we link have to a class. give more. <laughs> we have to give more of a fuck. That's our problem. One of these days, I don't know. I, I'm fifty fifty on it. I think it's, I am fifty fifty on it. You know it what I mean? Too. Sometimes I think yeah. you be organically yourself, and that's totally rad. And I want everyone to do that in the new year. I want everyone to organically be themselves because everyone's super rad. You know, it's so true. It really is. Like, I see so many women who act so differently throughout their daily lives. I was even having a conversation with somebody really close to me right before I came up. Yeah. And they were saying, you know, the way their parents look at them when they're saying things they know their parents want to hear. And this is an adult woman, by right. the way. Oh, okay, an adult. This is not like You a, said someone close and I said your child? I, who are you having no, this? No, he doesn't give a fuck about my approval yet. <laughs> He's just like, no, bitch, you're here for me. For me. Yeah. Um, He gets it. He and does then he get turns it. around and he's like, wipe my ass. Right. He's like, and don't look me in the eyes when you do it. Yeah. Or yeah. do. Or do. <laughs> you know what? I Look me in the eyes. I want to make sure you're doing a good job. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see how thorough you, yeah. you are yeah. tonight. Last time no, you but were, she was saying great. she's an adult and she was saying, you know, I found myself not lying to my parents, but definitely lying to my parents like as an adult yeah to get to get that that approval and i and she said you know they just want the best for me but i'm not being myself 
Right. You know, right. and that's really hard as a parent because you obviously want the best for your, your children. And I'm sure they think that they're doing that. Right. Right. And, and they, this has and nothing to do with like who know. she's seeing or like right. anything like that. It's like genuinely like just a checkup. You know, I want to make sure you're doing good things. And um, she's she's not doing great things. <laughs> and sometimes you're at that stage in life. But sometimes, too. yeah, you are. And you shouldn't feel bad about that. Like I, there are certain things that I never wanted to share with my parents. Right. But that doesn't mean that I felt like I was a bad person. It's just some things I don't want to talk about with my parents about. I don't want to talk about my vagina and I don't want to talk about the dudes I'm fucking. And I don't want to talk about, thousand percent. Uh, you know, like uh, my sex life with my husband. And I don't want to talk about like, I don't, I don't want to do that. I want to. All no goes. I don't. Those, that's why you have a good girlfriend, right? Like I've said that a million times. Your mom is not your best friend. If your mom is your best friend, that's not true. You, everyone likes to say that, but your mom isn't your best friend. Like you have an amazing mom, but your mom isn't your best friend. Can we really hone in on that? Yes. We've talked about this where I've said your mom and your dad cannot be your best friend. You need to have one person who did not give birth to you, who you can talk to about real problems like hey there's something going on with my dick hole i don't know it's got this weird like red thing around the edge and like i don't know it doesn't pee when i burn but my wife is saying it looks a little strange like you should have a person you can go to sans a doctor and and have that conversation well, with who's not like, your dad that's like guys too and i feel like guys are better but like guys yeah. still already have like a weird emotional majority of them right emotional roadblock there right so even if their dad is quote unquote like yeah, my dad's like my best friend. Right. It's still like beers and, and like football Sunday and like it's cute. When a right. woman I get immediately flagged when a woman says her mom is her best friend. Is her best friend. Yeah. Now my mom is a rock. She is a crucial foundational right. piece in my childhood right. and in my now life and in my child's life, apparently. Right. That's where she gets to lay. Like my mom. Right has become now as an adult where it's appropriate a p- a friend right? right we can have like a friendship right if my mom was popping off everything to me can you imagine how weird that would be i don't like it i don't even like the feel i'm thinking about it and it's making it's me uncomfortable it's making you feel uncomfortable right and if i was it should make her you feel uncomfortable things, i couldn't imagine there's just certain things like i'm her baby and the right. things that i say to you if I were dead, it, and I know my mom listens to this. She's very supportive. She's very active. It doesn't, I'm, I'm not so crippled by what I'm saying that I'm like, oh my God, I can't have anybody hear this. Like, I'm proud that she listens to this and she knows the real me. Right. But if I was one-on-one at lunch talking to my mom about sucking Ian off, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Didn't that just make you sick? But your mom. And I'm like, like mommy does this weird thing and shakes his leg like, <laughs> oh fuck, man. Not to sick. mention your mom. I'm her baby. Shit. I'm her baby. She does not want to hear that shit. Hell no. And if she does, no. And then because and then if you're gonna look me right here, we're right here, right? If you're gonna look me square in the eyes and be like. I don't have to talk to my best friends about that. <laughs> you don't have a best friend then. Then you don't have a best friend. Then you don't so, have a best friend. You know what? Perfect example. Last night, Bill and I were watching Married at First Sight. And, uh, you know, Where they get married at first sight. They, I don't know if you know the, okay, so the show is about people who just, they're not finding luck dating. They've been single for a, a really long time. They're very career oriented. They have their shit together. They just can't find a mate. So they go through this process where they fill out a psychological test. Um, they jump through all these hoops. You have to do a background check. You have to right. do all this shit. They have to know your family and what kind of background and religion and what kind of race and how were you raised. And they, it's a whole process. But once you get through, 
these four, three different therapists, one's a therapist, one's a pastor, two are therapists, one's a pastor. They pick what on paper, what would be your perfect mate. Okay. And then they put you together to social experiment to see if you picking your own person didn't work. If these three people using all this information can pick your perfect mate. Mm -hmm. So I'd say about, it depends. Some seasons, everyone stays together and some seasons they don't, but it's an eight week, uh, uh, experiment. They are legally married. So they set it up. So you do not meet until you meet on the altar. So the parents don't meet. No one meets. (laughs) So last night we're watching it and, um, it's at, it's like a day or two after the wedding and they get an opportunity once they're married they take each spouse and they give them alone time with each other's parents or the most important people in their lives people right. who are their support system so those people can ask them questions to find out are you a trash human being are you a trash box what are we getting into here so this guy is talking to the, the father and the mother and the, the sister. And, you know, they're asking him a lot of hard-hitting questions. You know, what kind of garbage person are you? Have you ever uh, cheated on someone? Do you beat your women? That sort of shit. Yeah. Okay? So towards the very end, the young man says to the father, can I talk to you outside? And they go outside. And he says to the father, "Can I would like to ask for your hand in marriage. I know that we've already gotten married. I know that ship has sailed, which, by the way. Anyways, I'll get into it in a second. He says to him, I want to ask for your hand in marriage. And the, the dad, they do like a post interview and he's like tearing up and he goes, it just was so important that he did that to for me. Right. And they shake hands and they hug and it's like a real man's man's moment. Right. And I mm-hmm. look at Bill and I go, what a fucking dumb idea. And Bill goes, what do you mean? I said, first of all, let's backtrack. The, the whole point of asking for someone's hand in marriage is that you've been together you have put the work in with this other person. Right. The parents have seen that. And now you're coming to them saying, hey, you've seen me audition. Can I get the job? Okay. That's essentially what you're doing. It's just like wearing white, right? Like we all wear white, but we wear white because we want to wear white. Technically, we shouldn't be wearing white, right? Like if Very you're not a virgin, you sh- technically should not be wearing white. We do it anyways. It's a stupid fucking tradition. None of us abide. No woman abides by it. The only women who abide by that fucking rule are women who have been married more than once. I have been to a lot of weddings and I have not seen nay a fucking virgin. Okay. <laughs> so here's I've my never problem. been to a virgin wedding. I'll tell you that. <laughs> never been to a virginal <laughs> wedding. So here's my problem is not the asking for the father's hand. Again, if this was a traditional yeah. relationship, I get it. But I look at Bill and he goes, why, why would you say that? And I go, because you know how many dicks she sucked and not one of them has asked for permission? Not a one. And you're getting misty eyed over the motherfucker who hasn't even put a dick near her yet? You guys have your priorities all fucked up. If, if, any, if anything, you should have asked for her hand in marriage once the experiment was over. That's funny. I didn't see you going that direction with it. I thought you were going to be like... Because I was thinking, like, the male ego, honestly. like That's what I'm saying. The male ego is, her dad oh. is tearing up. And I'm like, what you should really be tearing up is all the dicks that have been in her mouth. Because, <laughs> uh, sir, if you think that you're, he goes, she's my little baby. And I'm letting her go. I'm like, letting her go. She's been out here sucking dicks for at least 10 years. This girl is 28 <laughs> years old. Minimum. She has, at bare minimum, bare minimum seen a dick a year. One dick has been in her mouth a year. Bare minimum. Since 18. That's at least 10 dicks. And now you're getting hey, fucking foggy-eyed over here about the one dick. Don't make me get Excel yet. spreadsheet out. 
I'm just saying. No, I like, feel some that. of it is fucking ridiculous. Like it annoyed me that like you're doing this because the experiment hasn't even started yet. You, what have you showed me? Don't ask for my daughter's hand in marriage until you have fucking shown me that you're not a trash human being. Now, once yeah, the experiment's but all over, this is truly null and void. Considering that he, he's raised a daughter who thought, you know what, my best chances, I'm not fucking meet me at the altar. Like. Oh, no, there's a lot of loopholes. It's funny that people come to these things with families, you know, with their families who are, like, asking these heavy hitter questions. It's always, like, the when, on The Bachelor when they go right. back to hometowns. Right. And they're like, we love him. And I'm like, he is out here actively dating multiple women. <laughs> Giving like, out roses your, on a Friday. Your son is a trash can. A trash box. Like, he is a trash can person. And then you get to meet all of these girls and you're trying to ask them them. petty, petty ass questions. Yeah, I just, I'm just saying. (laughs) You know what I would do if I went on one of those hometown dates? I would pull his mom aside and I would say. (laughs) What happened? No, I would just be like, how do you feel about cheating? Because he's doing it actively every week. Because you feel good about it. Right. How how was the affair between you and Mr. Blinkity blink. Right. Did it affect you deeply? Because I'm in. Obviously, I'm in. Right. I'm one of those aware, awoke bitches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, trash I just, television. I'm just saying Thank that you. It's, it's, it's funny to me because when you watch these, they're like, well, my daughter's my best friend. And it's like, well, maybe that's the reason why she's on a show called Married at First Sight. Maybe if your daughter had some real fucking friends. <laughs> if she friends, had branched out. Just a little. Just a little. And I get it. And please do not misunderstand what I'm saying. I understand it's not easy to have a good friend. It's not always easy to find friends. I'm not judging you if you don't have a best friend. That is not what I'm saying. I am saying your mother cannot be your goddamn best friend. And I love your mother. Let me tell you something. Laura is one of the best people that I fucking know. She's a great mother. She is so loving. You guys, I, I, I did not see your childhood relationship, but as an adult, based yeah. off of what I've seen as an adult relationship, it is a very beautiful relationship. And you should. You that's have a because that's very we didn't open. like each other when I was a child. That's, that's a crucial fucking that's foundational it. piece. That is a huge piece. And so now you have respect for her as a mother because now you're a mother, and she has respect for you because you're your own wife. You're your own daughter. Yes, you're your own. Mother. We genuinely respect one another. That's it. That is you the difference. Have good respect and healthy boundaries. But you should not be calling up your mom and being like, "So we got in this fight, and I told him I wasn't fucking get that dick away from me." Like oh, what? My God. I would die. Get out of here. Your mom should not like know about this. Your mom, I don't even, I, your mom should assume that you and Ian just magically have babies. She should not have to think about how that baby got made. I totally agree. I don't want your mom. Do you know I don't what want, is so I don't want funny Laura, You know what I don't want? saying that? I don't want Laura at dinner with, with your dad talking about, I hope he blew that back out so she can get pregnant. <laughs> You know, my funny, the funniest thing is not so much with my mom because, like, we could just not go there in a very right. tasteful manner. Like, it right. doesn't have to be, like, danced around. It's just, like, we don't have to hash it out either. Right. I still almost hate being pregnant around my dad because it's just such a fucking fact. Really? Well, it's just, like, proof I'd be fucking. No. You know what I mean? Like, my dad seeing me nine months pregnant. He knows that he you had knows to, what happened. to get that baby. And I don't want him knowing. No, I don't blame you. It hurts me that he knows. I, I do not blame you. I would not want to have any family member know that I'd be out here fucking. It hurts me. Because I don't want you to think about me fucking. No. 
That's all Just I'm even talking about this right oh, now is really freaking me out. <laughs> well, I, I do have something that's going to really turn your head that's really going to make you uh, very upset and very sad. Um, oh. I, <laughs> Lay it on me. So there is a... Um, there is a Japanese fashion brand called Como Des Garçons, and I probably, I may be pronouncing it wrong, but I'm pretty sure I did a pretty good job. Um, but they did a, uh, they had a fashion week, and his inspiration was Egyptian prints. Mm. So I'm going to show you. I'm going to post some pictures on our Instagram after this uh, airs. Um, but I'm going to show you some young men. Mm. And I'm not going to tell you what's wrong. I want you to tell me what you think is the problem there are a total of one, two, three, four, five, is six this, photos. Are we skipping our entries and going to hot goss? We are not. We are in hot goss. Um, I do have an entry, but we're going to get through hot goss because okay. I, there's no way that I could get through hot goss and not have you see this. So there's six photos. Start left, to start to your right, swing, and I want you to tell me what you think was the problem. Okay? Go okay. Ahead. <laughs> Oh, God, that is pure gold. Isn't that gold? And we will be posting all of these. Well, and how sad. Which one So are I'm going to describe because. I'm going to let you describe I'm going to describe them. Um, these are some very European uh, male models, I would say, of French, Swedish, or. Yeah, right, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, very, these are some, very these white. Are some white and boys. And one's a redhead, one's a ginger. We've got a fire ginger right ginger. in the middle of it. Um, and they are in full cornrows and box braids shaped as a pharaoh's head. <laughs> now, uh, we should add that what and he goes, did was, they are these are wigs. These are full front lace wigs. Oh, they are. Excuse front me? Lace? And I didn't see that. I thought they suit. This uh, child's forehead starts about oh, 10 foot. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Wait, you thought this was just all him? I don't know. I'm sorry. You don't see the forehead uh, starting yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, there was a glare. <laughs> and you guys, when I tell you that these young men look so sad, they look, they look genuinely happy. bummed out. They look like, why? This is a career ruiner. Why? Why? Why oh why? And so of course, uh why wouldn't you find Egyptian models? Or there is so much Egyptian headdress though that you could have done, but it's still cultural appropriation. But why would you put them in lace first of all, it's so awful to put them in lace fronts. None hey, of these boys look they all look on upset. Cultural appropriation. You should sure you can um break it down a little bit better for me. But one time yes. I got attacked on social media. For cultural appropriation because I hashtagged Cinco de Drinko. Is that a big no-no? No. They? Who flamed you? This was probably, this is before Kane, so this had to be four years ago. It's the only time I've ever been. Flamed on the internet? Yeah. Like, real. Like, people are telling me they were going to, like, kill me and stuff. What? Yeah. Cinco de no-no? Cinco de Drinco. Is that really rude? I mean, I don't think so. I Well, they kept hashtagging me, and that's how other people would find me. <laughs> they kept hashtagging <laughs> cultural oh. appropriator or appropriation. Well, you are a blonde woman. You are a blonde white woman. I was wearing a sombrero. <laughs> okay, well, that was the problem. <laughs> <laughs> and 
I was doing okay. it no, as no, no. a bartender no, 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 no. That's to the advertise you for did the not, bar. You did not start with the sombrero part. See, if you had just been like holding up a beer and you had taken a picture and it was like Cinco de Mayo and then you said Cinco de Drinco, no problem. The minute you pop that sombrero on, now we got a problem because it's cultural appropriation. What is cultural appropriation? I genuinely still Do you know, don't okay, know. Okay, so let me let me <clears throat> explain to you. Uh, let me give you the best example. Okay, white women wearing braids is cultural appropriation. Is it? Yes, because not not like a not like a braid, right? But like um, box braids. Yeah. So appropriating means you're taking something that that a culture has to either do because they don't have really have a choice, right? Right. So a lot of African-Americans uh, put their hair in cornrows or box braids right. because it makes it easier for them to get dressed right. and do all of those things. Right. Um, it also speaks to our culture, right? Like, right. you know, just like way back in the history, day, yeah. slave shit, you know, all that. <sighs> so when someone takes it and makes light of it by wearing it so easily and breezily, it then becomes cultural appropriation because there is kind of a, a hardness that goes behind it. Whereas when right. you wear it, it's just easy breezy, right? You just like, right. this is going to be super fun. I'm going to go, I'm going to get braids. It's going to be so fun. I'm going right. to put some purple in it. Yeah. Whereas African-Americans primarily do that. It's not always fun. It's expensive. It takes hours. It's painful. Um, and there's a lot of pain behind that for a lot of right. different reasons. Right. So anytime, um, you know, it, it's uh Saturday Night Live, uh, all the older skits, uh, some of that shit is like <clears throat> you, you want to dance around it a little bit more carefully because something that maybe we don't understand, like um, Cinco de Mayo, right? Like we're not Hispanic. We're not. Yeah, um, that's a fact. It may not seem like a big deal to us, but there may be something culturally in their past that we may not be privy to. That they're like, right. no, we don't want you running around wearing a fucking sombrero. Like, it's not funny. Like, Cinco de Mayo in our country means something. It's something special. It's something right. sacred. And it's just another day for you motherfuckers to get drunk and eat taco. Taco Tuesday. Like, I'm sure Hispanics have to be sick of hearing taco. But I also get, like, like Cinco I mean, de Mayo like, is okay, fun. Okay, let me tell you. I get it. I, 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 I like, Some things get I it. think are too serious. Like, I do think. Well, like, give me a fucking break, Listen, bro. I get it. Cinco Who doesn't want dollar off Coronas? <laughs> like, help me help you. But if you hadn't been blonde, okay, so, okay. If I would have hashtagged that okay. and I would have been a Mexican chick. It would have been fine. It would have been, been Hispanic. You would have been, you would have been. Okay, uh, I understand if my actual grandfather, if I was Hispanic, was out on that fucking Alamo or wherever they were fighting the good Cinco de Mayo fight. Here's the problem. It's not about Cinco de Mayo. It's about the fact that our country and our state uh, so a lot of people believe that a lot of Hispanics shouldn't be here so they're like well fuck you if you don't want us to be here then stop celebrating our shit then you can't also want to build a wall and keep us out but also want to drink our fucking Coronas and go arriba arriba and throw a fucking sombrero on like bitch pick one do you know what I mean so that therein lies the problem okay so Tom Hanks out. Tom Hanks yes okay we all love Tom Hanks love him love Tom mm -hmm. he has a very problematic son Chet Hayes <laughs> Chase is very problematic. Are you he saying Chet Hayes or Hanks? Chet, I think he goes by Hayes. I don't think he goes by Ch Hanks. He does not go by Hanks. He has a an actual stage name. It's Chet Hayes. I might be wrong. All right, we're fact checking. Hold on. Okay, hold on. 
Chet, yeah, Chet Hayes, H-A-Z-E. He just changed his name back to um, Chet Hanks last month uh, because people have been flaming him. Because it started maybe a couple of few years ago. He came out and said uh, TMZ caught him on the street. I don't know what he was doing, but he was wearing a wife beater. And he said, yeah, I say the N-word. He's a rapper, by the way, I should say. And, he, and they asked him, why do you feel like you can use the N-word in your music? Especially with your dad being Tom. <laughs> Show some respect. Show some respect. <laughs> and he said, because um, I hang out with a lot of black people and uh, they let me say it. So it's cool. As of recent, Chet uh, has been going on to Instagram uh, in a full-on Jamaican accent. <laughs> and it is hilarious. But I'm also this not Jamaican. you can't raise your kids with money. You, you gotta, you gotta really, raise them poor. You have to raise them poor because they ha- they'll just like want to talk regular. <gasps> because, I mean, I'm sorry. This is what those fucking artistic schools do to these kids. You know what I, don't, I mean? I, don't, I like, mean, in his defense, I don't believe that he finished school. Um, but I, you know what? Here's the thing. Well, maybe I think he went it to is boarding important. school in Jamaica. I think it is important to have these conversations. And I think it is important if you are a person who is not of color, mm-hmm. if you really are... I think it is okay to ask a friend, do not ask a random black person, Hispanic person, Indian, Asian, do not do that. But if you have a close friend and you're like, no, but seriously, I don't ever want to do that. How do I, like, I just want to know what it is. I think it's totally fine to ask somebody, but also just keep in mind that it's not every brown person's responsibility to explain it. But I think it's it's great that you do want to know what appropriation is. I think that that example, you you did it at a time that was sensitive. Four years ago was sensitive. So I can see why people got in their feelings. Do I think if you did it, if you had done it six years ago, would you have gotten the same response? No, there's no fucking way. One, Instagram was not what it is now. (laughs) (laughs) I was fucking attacked. You never told me that. Yeah, it really hurt my feelings. It would have hurt my feelings too. But it is true. There's some things that I want to post or something that I want to say. Some of them because I was like, you know, it's too I much don't want to, it's too much and I don't want to get in fight and I don't want to say something like, I mean, like, I guess now I'm racist. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. Oh, to them. But I'm saying, like, now they already think I'm here. Now they think you're racist. Exactly. Right. And then. I'm going to get into a fight with you. And then I'm going to say some real shit I don't mean. Well, because I, so I was a trying to below, block them. Below the belt and then they fighters. would hashtag yeah. me in more things. And then more of them would find me. It was the craziest situation I've ever seen on social media. That's pretty insane. That's pretty no, intense it that was that. a wild, wild thing. Well, you guys can't see her eyes right now, but they are very big. I just, I mean, like, you hear about it. Right. And, and then you actually are lit. You lived it. No, I lived it. I lived it. And they were telling me, I just think it's really interesting. Like, say you offend somebody with cultural mm-hmm. appropriation and that, let's just say you're not being overly sensitive. Let's just right. say I do something outright. I'm just blatant. I'm your friend. It's your birthday. You are a beautiful black woman. I am white. And I show up in a KKK garb. Right, and you're like, this is going to be hilarious. And I'm like, she's going to get a real gas out of this. Right. Gross, right? Right. And therefore, we can move forward on just like the trash bag of a person I oh, really right. am. Just a right? horrible individual. Just like, First of all, where did dis- you find the costume? Right. Did you, you make it? You are disgusting. Right. Move on. I got a lot of other questions. But I just, 
I just think it's like that would be okay to me. Something where I'm wearing a sombrero as a bartender advertising to come into the bar and have a few drinks on happy hour or right, whatever right, it right, was. Right, right. For the people to say the things that they were saying to me, it would be different if I was like, ha ha ha, a bunch of Hispanic people died on this certain day. I'm sure fighting, you know, a certain no, day. Course, yeah. That would be disgusting. But to have something like that to the. Uh, the reaction of these, I would assume when people are claiming approachal appropriation, mm-hmm. it's more of like the liberal bleeding heart kind of like, I have to stand up for this feeling, right? So my why are you telling me to cut my own head off? Because there's something called a microaggression and microaggressions tend to build Somebody up. Somebody told people. me to die. <laughs> I don't agree with that. Okay. Obviously, I love you very much. And I know you and I know your soul, obviously. But I think what happens is this. People and I've always get, loved Mexican guys. People. <laughs> people. Girls too, I guess. People get <laughs> microaggressions thrown at them all day long. Yeah. And so, you know, maybe the first person who saw that hashtag had already went to work and a bunch of people, because she's the only Hispanic woman or he's the only Hispanic man, were being out of pocket and saying some shit. And they couldn't pop off back because... Their work. They have to work this job to support themselves. Mm-hmm. They put up with it at work. Then they go to CVS and some dude's like, uh, happy Cinco de Mayo. Arriba, arriba. <laughs> and they can't say anything in CVS because they don't want to be kicked out. And they go get their chips and they just want to get their beer and they just want to go home. And then they go home and they see some more people, some more microaggressions on TV. And then they click on Instagram and they see okay, you're beautiful. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, so I think yeah, what happens yeah. is I don't agree with it. I do not agree with it. But I do believe that sometimes people get so fed up that that's when they lash out online. Because I've seen some people lose their minds online. And I'm like, okay, well, this wasn't that serious. Like, you guys are going way too left with this. But I think that people have no outlet and they may not have any friends and they may not have any people to complain to. And so they see one person online and they all just bully against them and they just go in hard. They just go in fucking hard. It's crazy. I have done it. I will tell you. I have... uh, One of the only times I've done that is Angela from 90 Day Fiance. I truly think she's a garbage human being. Um, I think what she's doing is disgusting. I think the fact that she's holding citizenship over an African's head and making him bow down to the American flag makes me nauseous when I see it. And it incites some kind of anger in me that is rarely tapped into. Mm -hmm. So I I do understand how people can get annoyed, but I do believe that was a little bit far. I don't believe that that your micro, I would have called it more of a microaggression. I don't believe that. That would have been something that someone traumatic. should have told you to go and kill yourself. So. Multiple. <laughs> Wait, did you have to shut down your comments? Um, I ended up taking the post down because, in my opinion, I was like, man, if it's that offensive. Right. I mean, it's not worth it. Right. Right? Like, truly. And I think you did the right thing. Just a standpoint. Like, right. I don't need to take a stand. Right. I have no idea what Cinco de Mayo is. I'm being dead ass. Yeah, but no, it's it's good that you said. So like, if yeah, I can, if I, offended, if, if, if I obviously offended a few people, um, I uh, it just wasn't worth it. I, no, I didn't, and I, I didn't have you. any fucking stake in the game. No, and the thing about you though is we're very similar in that. Truly, we may talk shit. Truly, and I'm we not may, that aggravated. But but 
there is no we do not give enough fucks to have ill will Mm-mm. against anyone like that Mm-mm. it doesn't matter race religion sex who you're no. fucking what you want to be no. what you identify as i totally. do not give enough of a fucks to hurt someone's feelings that even way. if it hurt one person's feelings truly I would never who do is that. close to me no who who say i didn't get any feedback and right. one person who's close to me messaged me and said hey dude your uh cinco de drinko thing not cool. kind of sucks i'd probably just take it down still yeah. Even if it was one person that really bugged me. Never want to hurt anyone's feelings. So I think it's good to have the dialogue. I think it just... I still just... I still struggle with cultural appropriation because there's some that are heavy hitters, if you will, where I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. But can I tell you something? You should struggle with it. You should struggle to understand it because you are a white woman. It should be a little bit hard for you to understand. It should be. It should not be. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it should be. I was thinking... You don't have to... No one's appropriating you. If if that's like that's what I'm saying. Maybe I would like to be appropriated. <laughs> no one's appropriating you. That's like you. That's like. Okay, listen. That's like you sympathizing with somebody who was a child and like got beat and you've never got spanked. You've never. And you're just like, I've never. That's never happened to me. Like, I don't. What's the. You You can't even speak on something that you have no idea about. Right. That's never happened to you that you've never lived a day in your life. So I think it's always. But wise then I'm to out like, here like, you know, don't spank your kid. Right. And they're like, "How? what was your story? And you're like, why? And I was like, well, I just, I assume it's really bad. Right. I assume that you, yeah. Which um, I don't. Yeah. I think you should. Yeah. I think it's always good to keep, like, if you don't know. I see. I, someone, I genuinely, you know, it's like, a, like we said with the hurt feelings thing, like you definitely don't want to do it. But sometimes, like, can we all just say there's a bunch of big pussies out here? No. I, like I said, there I mean, are times where really we, bad. we take things with anything, right? In this world, we take things too far. Oh my God. Um, it, It's... Some things are taken too far. Like, uh, it really annoys me when I hear people go, I don't understand. Listen, and I want to be very fucking clear. So please, we're never going to talk about this again. I'm just bringing it up as an example. Please. Okay. I do not give a fuck about the royal family. I don't care. Do not email me. I don't give a fuck. I do not understand why we give a fuck about England. I don't know why we give a fuck about the royal family. I don't give a fuck. Princess Di dying like is enamored. really sad, but any person dying is really sad that way. Okay? So in saying that, though, I want to say that if I hear one more person go, I just don't understand what Megan's problem is. It's like, well, if you've never been to England before, if you've never been and you've never grown up in England and you are not a person of color, then you actually wouldn't know that England is super fucking racist. Like, no, but really fucking racist. Like, oh my God. It's almost as bad as Africa. Like, Africa has just lifted their segregation laws. Like, England treats African Americans 100% like the garbage that they think that they are. And so the fact that a white ginger that's funny because when i go when i've been Mm -hmm. i've really noticed like i feel like they're way more diverse even than we are here it's just because they have a lot of expats coming over and you have a lot of people that you know think about when the united states was segregated i mean i'm sure in the rural english countries where they're still like smacking the ball on the horses and stuff I mean I could see it there but like in major metropolitan you're telling me in like yes the city of London yes think about when we were segregated okay it's not like if somebody would have came over here and seen the segregation ask me if I think the queen's racist 
Yes. Okay. Everybody yes. would have been walking around and we would have seen like black people going in their own bathroom and white people going in their bathroom and everyone's going about their business, right? People are going to work. They're getting in the back of the bus, in the front of the bus. No one's making a big hubbub. It's the same thing. It's not like you're going to go over there and see it blatantly. It's not like they're over there like hitting people. No, it's just. It's just a thing. It's a thing that they know. I'm going to fact check it. <laughs> Watch the uh, interview with Idris Alba, and he talks about how, you know, it's it's very different being in America versus being in England. See, you guys, we all just need to get along because it's nice over here. It is. It, if we could all Especially, just... let me just say, too, especially on the West Coast. I know there's, like, Coast liberal fucking New York that's, West like, Coast off the chain nuts, in my opinion. But... I will say, like, you come to the West Coast and people are chilling. We're just very chill. We are, right? We're very chill. We're very accepting. Everyone just do your own thing. Just yeah. mind your own bees. I can't imagine having a people hate me and I'm so cute. Mm. And I gave them a cute baby. Well, and another thing, too, is, like, I took the soulless ginger off your hands. Like, you'd think, like, I paid my dues. I mean, somebody had to, we should think, what's her name? Everybody, I love the royal family, and I love that everybody was like, oh, the sexy Harry is, you know, encapsulated by a beautiful, mixed sexy woman. I mean, I've thought Neither he, one of those trolls should have got those ladies. That's what I'm saying. I mean... Oh, I almost fucked up. You know, William. I'm glad you, I stopped myself. You know there. what? Because it's like this: you ever see a couple, and you're like, "How did he get her?" William How? actually looks like Donkey from Shrek. I watched I watched Shrek at least once a day at this point in my life, and I've been like, "Who is that?" Oh, that's the fucking Prince that's of Wales. The Prince of Wales. And then his stunner wife, Kate Middleton. Is she just not the embodiment? She looks like she looks like just a really above she like, average. She's what I imagine missionary is looks like as a person. Thank you. She reminds me like you Vanilla. ever meet some people and you're like like uh, I told Bill the basic of all the white girls has to be the one woman who's like has really supportive parents. <laughs> Hear me out. So they they've never spanked her or anything like that. They didn't they didn't need to because maybe they swatted her one time. One and time, apologized. but she learned. Okay. They have a lot of home videos and pictures. Oh. And they have a lot of memory books. They've saved her hair. They've saved her teeth. I don't trust you if you have a lot Straight of Straight A student. Didn't lose her virginity until college to her high school sweetheart, who she then married. Um, or they went their separate ways amicably. And then found their way back together. Yes. <laughs> okay. Naturally. Um, right out of college, got a great job. Is making a smooth six figures a year. Her parents. Yeah. Have great. They had great parents. Their great grandparents died, left her money. She got a home. She okay. put it down. She invested well. She invested her money well and retired at fifty-two. I mean, can you imagine all of us right now? I want you to re- replay this what I just said because I know none of us have this. Close your eyes and just picture waking up like that. Okay, <laughs> that is Kate Middleton. Like, can you imagine <laughs> just being like, I really never had acne. What's a split end? Like life's just Gucci for me. Like some people really do come into this world and just have a Gucci, have a Gucci type life. And so that is her. Then on the other side of the train track, you've got Megan. A lot of problematic parents. Mm. A mixed girl. She was on a Deal or No Deal. I mean, her boss was Howie fucking Mandel. That's a low. That's a low. He won't even shake your hand. So I'm just saying. I love that he's a germaphobe. It's weird. 
Germophobes, like, I don't get. I feel like but it's a to phobia, be a germophobe, like, you should be important. <laughs> I mean that. In like, words, if you have, like, yeah. a lot to do with other people, like, like my choices are just going to affect masses amounts of people right. for like the I'm better or the worse. Like, right. I'm a surgeon. Like, can't I get save sick. lives. I save baby hearts. Cannot be right? sick. Right? No. Like, I can save yes. fucking babies with baby these hearts. hands. Yes. I do little babies, like. Stitches. Like. And I do little, little and baby. I, they are going to yeah. live on because of me. Like, wash your hands. Like, you, like, if you're, like, don't touch these hands, I'm like, yes, I'm asset. Like, yes. I get it. Okay. Right. If you are Howie Mandel and you're like, please don't shake my hand. I'm like, I wasn't going to. Who are you again? Are you giving me, <laughs> are you going to get the peanuts or am I? Or like, <laughs> do you, do you remember work one Howie Mandel like stand up? I don't think I've ever watched him do stand up. I've watched him on America's Got Talent. The only reason he's recognizable to me is he's, he's bald. I hope that's right. Is he bald? <laughs> he is bald. Yeah, that's it. Do you remember he used to have a fro, like a really curly fro? I just remember looking at him and being like, "You're fucking insane." And he has like the soul patch. I don't. I don't like any grown man with a soul patch. Bald with a soul patch. No. And it's the only. And then you way have the nerve to say you're not going to shake my hand, sir. I'm not going to shake Give me that your soul hand patch right now. I do not like a man with a soul patch. If you and were if you're to soul this, patched, I feel like the soul patch says I'm edgy and I shake hands. <laughs> False advertising. A soul patch says, I have a Harley, or I want to. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've never met a good soul patch. So anyways. We digress. We did. England, a little fucked up, but we knew that. That's why we were like, we'll see you guys later. Later days. We'll stay over here in America. Later, later days. days. So Megan, and what's it? Is it Harry? Yeah. Good luck in Canada. Good luck, you guys. That's Canada's where I'd go. a great place. I'd fucking go to Canada. Fucking cold Victoria, as shit. have you ever been to Victoria? No. I did meet a bunch of Canadians though one time in Vegas um, from Ottawa. And um nicest bunch of people you'll ever meet, probably. The nicest, and they party. They had oh, yeah. so much fun. Great, great gang. Their drinking laws are more lax. They don't have really you never really hear about any violence or people losing their shit popping off. Actually, there was a serial killer up there. Okay, but what we've had ninety eight. I know we have know. so many. Can I just? We have yeah, so many serial farm. killers. Serial killers killed. We have a website called <laughs> Murderpedia. Okay, that's how many fucking serial killers we've had down here in the states. You know what it was? We had a really rough time with our judicial system for a while, and we were just throwing them all in the same lot. And it turns out the funny thing about dudes is they're all fucking animals. All animals. And, um, like, when women, like, when we go into the pen, like, we might have, like, a lesbian experience or something, but, you know, typically it's pretty equal, right? Yeah. You're like, uh, you kind of have to be, like, down for this. You got to be into it. Guys do not feel that way. No. Well, because if they'll rape me, they're going to rape you. I mean, that's number one. And number two, I like how some of the guys really fall deeply, madly in love. I'm like, so when you were out here, you couldn't keep, you couldn't marry one of your baby mamas, but you went in there, started fucking, and you've locked down your permanent soulmate? Good for you. (laughs) You know, one thing I like, I have a nurse client, and she works at one of the prisons, and she gives me all the the lingo. And um, a common term is gay for the stay. Yes, Gay for the stay. Gay for the stay. Or like, it's like gay for the pay, but for the stay. Just while we're in here. 
We are together. We are in a relationship. And I didn't know, too, a lot of them have what's called, like, I shouldn't say a lot of them have. I've heard that they do, like, define the relationship. Because once you get out, what are we doing here? Are you going to go on the outside and be back with, like, other people? Are you going to wait for me? Are we together on the out? What are we doing? How are we defining this relationship? Who knew that you had a DTR even in prison? (laughs) Seems like a lot of work. Keep your options open if you go to the big pen. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, all right. Did you have a journal entry? I did not. And that's good because we just uh, – the only thing I will say is I was very disappointed. There is a um, – I'm really tired of brands doing this, specifically makeup brands. I am very, very, very tired of you guys doing this. There is a uh, brand that I use called Boing. The only thing that I ever purchased from them is concealer. They have the best creamy concealer of all shades I've ever fucking used. Spot on. Mm-hmm. Went into Ulta last night to go and get it. Gone. They're like, oh, they rebranded. So they rebranded it. So now it's in a tube and it's different shades now. Why? So you took it away. So you took it away. <laughs> don't try to like, what do you think? I'm nine. You're fooling me. I don't understand why when makeup lines come out, like, if you I've actually learned this about the industry. Here's my thing. If you don't want to sell it in the stores, I totally get that. But then have it online. Give me the option of being able to go onto your website. They can't afford to produce it anymore. And this is why. This is why you go to a hair salon to purchase. This is this is really why this is. is because No, I, I want to know. why it, When it's bought out, immediately whoever bought it out bought a fire product, right? So they already know their projections are on. Then what they do is they bring in their chemists. And they say, make this, but cheaper. Okay. Have you ever experienced that? Yes. You're like, fuck, I've been using this for years. Why is it all of a sudden shitty? Why is it all of a sudden shitty? Oh, I see. L'Oreal came and bought it. Maybelline came in and bought it. Like all these name brands. And then all of a sudden the product quality goes down and then people stop. And then all of a sudden they do a major rebranding where they're, it's just a basically a new formula. And it's because they're using more fillers. They're using, you know, basically cheaper, shittier product when they already had a certain number of projections. Because an intelligent makeup wearer or somebody savvy is obviously going to naturally move on, like I'm sure you will now, right, right. to find something more comparable for you. Um, that's why it's important when you're like, oh, when your hairstylist sells you... um you know, product maybe you can't find anywhere else, right? But in a salon. Right. It's because those ingredients are still super exclusive. So when you're paying the extra dollar in a salon, it's because you're actually paying for a better product. For the better product So then once you kind of see it shift and you move it out, once you start seeing it in like bigger stores like Sephora and Ulta, that's already not a great sign. But there's still exclusives, right? Right. Then when you start seeing it in your TJ Maxx and your Walmarts and your your grocery stores that's when it's um that makes sense totally out the window that makes sense and then <clears throat> that's when you get to see smaller companies kind of pop up and emerge and then you start seeing like fire product again so so then what you're basically saying is if i find a fire product that i should just buy in fucking bulk you know essentially yeah on some seriously things, you should stock up <laughs> i mean i usually do usually Especially when i buy one when i tell women I like two. i'm like lip colors you know, if you just find that color, what's the problem buying three tubes? Oh, I do that all the time. You know what I mean? A lot of people will, too, especially with something you're really hammering through, like, lip color, right? But 
um, honestly, you you really should. And I mean, and if you are buying like quality hair care products, like you should be going straight to a source. Well, I'm hoping that too, because a lot of times what I've found is um, there's like this Sacha powder that I love. And it's, if you've ever used, I don't know if you've ever used Sacha, but I'll send you the, um, the name, the best baking powder you'll ever like for your face, hands down. I've used, I've baked my face with everything. The best baking powder out there. And I went to the lady last night and I said, I don't understand why you guys don't sell Sacha in store anymore. Like, I don't mind getting it online, but like I'm out tonight. Right. So now I'm going to have to buy. Mm -hmm. And this girl goes, well, we have revolution and it's cheaper. And I said, no, it's it's cheaper for a reason. Mm -hmm. It is not going to do nearly what Sacha would have normally done. Right. She's like, "Mm." Well, people do also don't understand how like people make money in retail either. So it is wild to me. Yeah. So I'm hoping that I can go on Amazon and I can find it. But like, I really just I hate that feeling. There's nothing worse than finding the perfect shade or the perfect concealer or cover up or foundation or and whatever. It does suck is because people who really do care about quality products who like right. go into making these things. The the shitty part about it is they also, I mean, I'm sure it's their passion, right? But once they give away those rights and they sell the company, they're trying to get fucking rich. They're trying to get paid. They're trying to get paid. I get paid. it. I get and it. And there is only a certain level running a company where, I mean, you are going to tap out, right? And so that's when these bigger companies come in and take over. I just wish they would tell you. That's my only thing. I wish that they're I could go gonna... into, I know, but I wish they would. I wish they'd say, this is it. This is being released. It's only being released for this amount of time. And that is it. When I went on to Ivy Park, Beyonce's new line, or the second line that dropped for Adidas, and I wanted to get those fire pants, and I went on there the second they dropped everything on the website, and it was already sold out. And I'm like, how did you guys not have enough? I don't fucking understand. Like, I'm not mad at Beyonce. What an angel. That is creating exclusivity. That is creating need and want. That's a mental fuck. When you actually are taking a product that has really worked for a lot of people and making it a cheaper, shittier version that That won't work. That upsets me. That is just shitty. Oh, yeah. Because I had to buy the shittier version last night. I had to buy the shittier version. Right. And I put it on my face and it felt shitty going on. And I felt (laughs) shitty about putting it on. on, And I felt sad. Is what I felt. I was putting it on my eyes this morning and I felt sad. You know what's happened lately? Something's going on with mascaras, too. I think we've even talked about this. How they're learning. I'm just seeing women running. It's just running down their faces. And which is wild. Everybody needs oil free. I can't harp on that enough. You gotta use oil free. I've but, been using the same oil free <sighs> mascara since I was eighteen years old. Yeah, and it doesn't like run all over your face. The only thing is, is like, how are you creating such a shitty product too? Like, you, women are spending eight ninety nine, and I granted, I know whoever can sleep with that at night with knowing one household is buying one tube of mascara a month. Right, that's fine. But like, fuck, you gotta know. You got to know. You got to know. You got to know. So I feel that. All right. Well, that is going to wrap it up, you guys, this week for an episode of The Hate Journals. You guys, follow us on Instagram, The Hate Journals. (laughs) Every week. It's because I'm so fucking tired. Um, Instagram is The Hate Journals. Twitter, Hate Journals. And, of course, you guys can get on our website at thehatejournals.com. And if you have any questions or comments that do not have to do with the prince and the duchess and the dukes, then you can email us at thehatejournals at gmail.com. You guys, we'll see you next week. 
Well, you guys, um, I just want to do a side note real fast. Going off, I will probably be my last recording. We're aiming for first week of February, uh, but it could be sooner than that. We're going to have an awesome stand-in for a while. Yes, we will have a nice stand-in. And hopefully, maybe we can do one more where we just kind of send everybody off and I will be taking a brief maternity leave, probably for our love month. Yeah. And then you guys will hear me back in March. Yes. And I also wanted to tell everyone, I know you guys were all over the place tonight. We're very tired and this is very late. So just bear with us. Um, I also wanted to say that we are actually going to be running a sweepstakes beginning next week. This Monday coming up, which is AP. What day is that? Uh, The 26th. I believe it's the 26th. But it is this Monday coming up. Uh, yes, 27th, 27th. We will be running a special, a sweepstake. So it'll look on our Instagram and look on our Facebook. Um, you'll have to follow some rules, but we are giving away a free full lash extension. 100% free. It's usually will cost not you not volume, two, not, not volume. <laughs> um, but typically it runs you about two fifty. You will get it for free just for following the rules. We will enter your name. And then after a few weeks, I will uh, pick the name and tag your friend, tag your best friend, your mom. That's right. All right, you guys, we (laughs) love you. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.